Blog Talk Radio. edition of the Indie Cafe on the Red Velvet Media Network. This is Holly Steffi. And um, today's show, we are going to have Jonathan Levine on in regards to his Jonathan Levine Gallery in New York City. Um, it's a pretty cool art gallery. It opened up in 2001 in Tin Man Alley in New Hope, Pennsylvania. And then the gallery relocated to Philadelphia in 2002. And then in January 2005, he renamed it and moved his gallery to Manhattan Chelsea District. So we have our special guest, Jonathan Levine, on today along with my co-host, Spencer Drake. And we're going to be talking about the Jonathan Levine Gallery, which basically really has cutting-edge art and um, some really cool stuff. Um, obviously, there's a little bit of a punk background, underground music, which he's really into, and they've got some really great installations there at the gallery. And I'm going to bring my co-host on right now, and we are waiting for Jonathan to call in right now. Let's see. Hey, Spencer, are you there? Yeah. Hi, Holly. Hey, Spence. So were you able to reach Jonathan? Well, I emailed Danielle, his uh, assistant, and um, emailed him personally. That's the best okay. I can do right now. Um yeah, well, hopefully he'll call in. But let's talk. Let's talk about the gallery a little bit. Yeah. He's in there, right? Yeah, I so actually let's talk got about I, the gallery. Yeah, yeah, I got um, attracted to the gallery uh, years ago, actually, and I think what attracted me is he had, like you were saying, he has his punk background and pop culture background, and um, apparently in the '80s he was brought up into this, and. Um, and eventually formed his own gallery in New York, even though it started, like, out of state. But uh, what attracted me was the artwork in the gallery. It was very unusual artwork, uh, but high quality, you know, and different subject mm-hmm. matter. And I think, um, like, one of the artists is Tara McPherson on his, you know, he has a whole list of artists, right? He carries, as you well know. And then, but Tara McPherson was in two of our rock poster books that Judith and I did, and so immediately I went to that opening, and then all of a sudden I find myself going to all these openings and finding out that all these incredible artists he'd bring in that were very unusual and different, but 
like I say, on a high-quality line. And that's what... And his gallery separates himself for so many galleries in New York because of that, uh, the way he he brings in the artists or what artists he chooses, and um, he's kind of like uh, one of the one of those few galleries you want to go to all the time. And and our buddy Joseph Arthur, uh, our music buddy, who's an artist, uh, goes there a lot. And I, I think he's Joseph... calling in. Hold on. Oh, cool, Let's bring cool. him on. Yeah. I think he's in the room. Let's see if he's there. Jonathan, <laughs> is that you? Yes, it is. Hey, we got there you, Jonathan. You Sorry about that. Jonathan. I've had a bit of a crazy day today. <laughs> hey, listen, Sorry. it's crazy everywhere. Listen, I opened the show with I Don't Want to Grow Up, so I hope I hope you can tell me a little bit about that. That song is really cool. That's a fun song. So that's a song by the Descendants who I picked. Um, that was like one of the, like, bands I liked in the mid 80s and uh that was kind of like one of my favorite songs and um I guess it's kind of fitting for kind of what I do for a living cuz I'm I'm kind of having fun with it so you know I I didn't really want to do a corporate have a corporate job so you know um here I am running a gallery so that's yeah, kind of my Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I gave know. a little uh Holly and I I, I gave a little, little preface to your gallery before you got on John and um I was telling people how um, you pick certain, you're a very high quality ch- choice of artists, but they're very different. It's not the normal gallery you go to in New York, and you have a wide array of different kinds of art, but it's very different. I don't know how to describe it, uh, but you're it's in that eclectic. pop culture. Yeah, yeah eclectic, exactly, Holly. That's a good cutting, word. It's eclectic, it's cutting edge, and you know what I found really interesting, Jonathan, was that you originally had your gallery in New Hope, Pennsylvania, which I know very, very well, and and then Philadelphia, and then you relocated. So, wow. Then you went to New York, and what brought you to New York? What made you decide to move the gallery to New York? Well, originally, um, when I first started, and actually I think I knew Spencer back then, was I used to curate shows in New York in the 90s. And I was curating out of CBGB's gallery, like Max Fish, the bar Max Fish, and Maxwell's in Hoboken. And when I turned around 30, I, um, it wasn't, I, you know, I was kind of like, had odd jobs. I was like typical, like, creative, young creative person who kind of was having, was struggling. And I decided that um, I didn't want to, and I had to put myself in some debt as well. So I decided to move back to my parents' house in Trenton, Trenton, New Jersey, which is where I'm from, and uh-huh. try to, pull it together and open a gallery. So eventually I ended up uh, opening my gallery in New Hope because it's only about 12 miles from Trenton and it's close to where I grew up. So my, but my plan had always been to come back to New York, but I felt like I needed to build the business up somewhere else where it was less expensive to be and then I could come back. And that's essentially what I did. I, I, I wanted to... Awesome. Uh, yeah, I wanted to... Holly, I, I want to bring up one of the shows that I went to which really struck me was yeah. the... Uh, Jonathan, the Juxtapose show that you had at your gallery, the Juxtapose with Juxtapose magazine, that was an awesome show. Yeah, I did, that was the 20, 20th anniversary of Juxtapose magazine, and um, I pretty much had a relationship with the magazine from since it started, which is, I think, around 93. Um, and I guess I'm one of the galleries uh, in that particular genre that uh, they represent, um, that has been around supporting that type of art for, you know, that amount of time. And so I've been friendly with all the editors, and 
the current editor, editor's name is Evan Pricko, and also um, I know Gwen Vitale, who is the owner. Right. And they had come to me and asked me if I wanted to do something, and so that seemed like a really good opportunity to do a very comprehensive exhibition of uh, mostly cover artists from the magazine. But a lot of those artists oh, are artists awesome. that I've I've worked with as well, so um, mm-hmm. that's how that uh, came together. You have a book out too, don't you? Do you have a book out on your on your gallery? Is that true? Yeah, I, there's a there there is a book out on my gallery. It's called Delusional. Um, yeah. came out what about a nice three. name. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Delusional, yes. That's a good one, Jonathan. I like that. Delusional. That's a word I use every day. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It was um press here for delusion. <laughs> so my uh that that was a book that Ginkgo put out about three years ago and they oh, call cool. it was called Delusional because um the critic Carla McCormick who wrote oh, I know the, uh, yeah, sure. I know Carlo, yeah. Um, who who uh, he wrote the the, um, the opening, the intro to the book. Um, right. He knew me back when I was in my twenties. Uh, used to say I was mm-hmm. delusional for yeah. thinking that I could open this gallery. So. Um, oh yeah. That's why. And you did it. I did. Dream it, and they will come. See, that's yep. the thing. I want to say real quick again. This is special edition of the Indie Cafe on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And if you want to call in, the number is 347-677-1036. And there is a chat room. And if you do want to or miss the beginning of the show or want to listen to it afterwards, we're on iTunes and we're also on Red Velvet Media as an immediate download. So there you go. <laughs> and and also, you've got you've got two galleries right now. You have two different locations. Sorry, I had to yeah, that's, that. that's correct. Um I have a gallery on 20th Street, which is my flagship gallery, where I've been for 10 years, and I have a space on 23rd Street. Um, so I just had a show open yesterday on my 23rd Street space with uh, a Berlin that. artist. Yeah, named, um, So I had a show open yesterday there um, with a I Berlin artist that. named Evil. So. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So how do you, well, you go know, around? I'm, I mean, you you have quite a list. That you have Gary Baseman, you have Tara McPherson, yep. you have all these amazing artists. I mean, where does this head trip come from? I mean, you just go out, do you see work, and how do you pick these artists? Well, um, basically, you know, I sort of I have a certain specific aesthetic, um, yep. and think what I'm looking for, and. A lot of artists, you know, there was a point in time when there wasn't so many artists to choose from that did the type of work that I liked. So, you know, there used to be a core group that I work with, so that's how I ended up working with people like Gary Baseman and Tim Biscup and Camille Rose Garcia and Shag. Now now the market's really expanded and there's a lot more artists that are doing um, similar type work. Uh So basically I... um, I just have a specific aesthetic, and I really search and look, and when something really feels right to me and I feel kind of inspired by it or connected to it, um, that is how I choose the artists that I work with. Yeah, it seems That's like, awesome. um, you know, Holly, I could see his gallery in Europe, right, John? John oh, yeah, no, it. totally, totally. Prague, I think, because um, there's a, really, yeah. a lot of amazing art in Prague, and I know you know that, Jonathan. Just like really off the wall, really um out there art in Prague, and you know what I wanted to ask you in your galleries in New York, um, with both of them, with your 
showings and all the different installations and things that you've been doing in your current exhibition. Um, do you have any any stories to share with our listeners about anything that um, happened during any of the showings that maybe would be very monumental or something that you remembered? Um, yeah, I mean, I've had a couple, like, things that really stood out. I mean, one of the, the big exhibitions that we put together that was sort of a, a game changer was we organized mm-hmm. this, a double show with Shepard Ferry. Oh, in, big. oh nice. Yeah. And, and that was in uh, 2007. Um, mm-hmm. And so we had a show of his work in the 20th, 20th Street space, but we also did a big pop-up show in uh, Dumbo. And um, that there were about 3,000 people showed up to the opening, which is wow. very unusual for an art opening. Yeah. And there was um, uh, this, these two guys tried to set off a smoke bomb and they got oh, arrested. God. So that was kind of yeah, got written up funny. in the yeah, and that that's was written funny. up in the New York Times. So a smoke bomb. Now, what was the purpose for having a smoke bomb in a gallery? That's really crazy. Well, it was. You, um, <laughs> it's funny. funny. It was be, because funny. this uh, these collective of of um, artists they went by the the name the Splasher, and they were trying to kind oh, of yeah. like sabotage Make the show. Like, so. Oh really? Oh, wow. That's why. That's a wild story. So, so that's uh What are your what are the openings like for you? Do you do any like theatricals with any of these? Do you like set design do you do any design setting around scenes for what's going on around in the gallery? Uh, no, not really. I mean basically we'll sometimes we have artists come in and do like very site specific installations that would sort of have like a a set feel to it or a theatrical feel uh-huh. to it. I feel like we do that a little oh, nice. bit less nowadays because uh-huh. it ends up being more expensive to do that sort of thing. And it really just depends on the artist if they want to focus their energy on creating an installation in the gallery with the amount of time that they have and this sort of thing. Um, I feel like we've done sort of a – we did – you know, one thing we did a while ago is um, – an example of we've we've kind of created some programming out of exhibitions uh-huh. and such, and like one of the things we did was we promoted um, we worked with this artist Invader, this street artist Invader, and um, we, he basically made a short film um, about launching one of his pieces. He took one of his his sculptures and he floated it up into the stratosphere. With a weather balloon. Oh wow! It, wow! And he had a he had a camera on it. Wow! And this is real when it theatrical. got to, so yeah. when it gets to certain like height or you know the where the pressure gets too much, the balloon explodes, and then this camera with the art starts to fall, and a parachute comes out. And so we made <laughs> a whole film about doing this, and we did a um we did two film we did we did a big event with like a film release. We rented an old theater in Miami during the art fairs in December, this was a few years ago, uh, the, the Miami Basel that happens um, every December. Right. And then we also did a New York premiere. So we, we've done sort of things like events and programming related to our, our art, artists oftentimes. So, you know, oftentimes we work with a lot of street artists, so we uh, help them set up uh, murals, 
situations before a show, they'll be out painting sort of as a little bit of a kind of promotion, I guess, for the exhibition, um, things like this. Right now we have an artist in from South Africa. Her name's Faith 47, and she's in the city uh, painting three or four murals over the next couple of weeks. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm looking at the website right now. I want to give that out. It's jonathanlevinegallery.com, and that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N. L-E-V-I-N-E, Gallery, G-A-L-L-E-R-Y, all one word, dot com. I want I see the um, one exhibition. I love Terrifica. That's really cool. By Is it Yasha Young? Is that how you say it? Yasha Young, Hadian? Uh, yeah, Yasha Young is uh, It's a three artist. She's curating. Yasha Young is a, the director of a museum in Berlin called Urban Nation. And I she's love curating her last sh- one. Let's yeah. see which. Right, there's a handy. You're talking about Handy Dan, who is um she's a, a Dutch artist. So I'm looking at the ones to the right. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um. Really so pretty. That, that's the that's Handy Dan, and uh, it's a three-person show. It's it's Handy Dan, uh, Mimi Schultz, and Sandra Chevrier. That and that opens oh, on nice. tomorrow. It opens tomorrow. Well, yeah, tomorrow, should, I'm down there tomorrow, then. <laughs> you should, Spence. You should go down there. So, listen, um, you can go to this website, and you can actually sign up and join the mailing list, which is really cool because you'll get all the really neat um, uh, announcements. Uh, there's news. There's about. There's a whole thing on exhibits, the artist, a press room, then a back room, and then you can actually even shop online. So, who doesn't want to shop? And, again, if you want to call in at 347 347- Six seven seven one zero three six. I had someone in the chat room ask me if they could ask a question, and then they disappeared. So hopefully they will call in. So there you go. But yeah, I mean, we're really excited some, you to have, have you. You're, you're selling prints too, Jonathan, right? On the I, I noticed on your website. That's correct. Yeah. And uh, you know, I want to tell people out there these are very reasonably priced, as I see it. You know, these prints they're not like astronomically priced. They're really, really cool for people to buy. Yeah, no, they and, are. They're beautiful. Right? And They're I beautiful. noticed that's very important. They are. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to ask, Jonathan, with the people that come in to look at your art, um, first of all, would they make an appointment to come in, or is your gallery open? What are the hours, and how does somebody come in, actually, to look at the pieces, to buy, or whatever? Uh, well, typically, you know, we're open like a basically like a regular retail location. We're open Tuesdays uh-huh. through through Saturdays from oh, cool. 11 to 6. So, you know, mm-hmm. we're kind of more, we're open as an exhibition space, and so people can come in and look at the work and buy work during those hours. Um, and then we're closed Sundays and Mondays. And in between exhibitions, we're closed. So typically, which is maybe a little bit, we're not like a typical retail location. So um, between exhibitions, while we're taking work down and hanging new work, mm-hmm. it's usually about two weeks between shows. Oh, cool. Have you had anyone interesting in there come in to buy art that you want to share with our listeners? Um, you know, I, I have a variety of people who are, I mean, musicians, celebrities and such. Typically, we are doing more of these sales over the phone. Um, recently, I've been uh, selling a lot of work to Swizz Beats, the music producer. Oh, nice. um, mm-hmm. In the past, you know, I've sold to... People like Madonna. Um, uh-huh. I, I sell often to um, the CEO of Nike. 
His name's Mark They're Parker. Nice. Uh, um, let's see. A lot of I sold to Christina Aguilera. Oh, um, cool. I'm trying this to think. Is like James, really pop what? culture, cutting edge type stuff. People it really is. want in their house. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. Um, so a lot of people in like the entertainment industry, you know, mm-hmm. come and buy work from us. So yep. that's that's enjoyable. It is. So would they call I, I, and make an appointment with you if they wanted to come in and see it privately? If it were somebody that were in the entertainment industry listening? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay. I mean, we have had those situations where we've had people come in and we had to shut the gallery because there was a line of ten cars, paparazzi's outside, and oh, people sure. kind of chasing them around. Some of the more famous Ducks people, I guess. They do that. You have to mm-hmm. do that with. I'm not saying that happens. A lot of people are really low key. And it's not really an issue, but sometimes that happens. Yeah. I I really enjoy going to the openings because you get a wide variety of eclectic people, you know, and um, it's just the variety of people you draw, which is very interesting to me. You know, you know, uh, uh, you have a really good crowd all the time. Also, I notice. You know, what I'm saying, and I think I think it's going back uh, that the quality of work you choose is high quality in the different areas. So. You're going to get really good people coming in and buying, I believe. You know, and so John, you have a really good head about that. That's why I always believed in you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's a pretty. Uh, we get a good mix, young crowd, and it's pretty eclectic. And uh, you know, we we basically show work that we is fairly accessible, and um, very much connected to sort of. You know, I guess uh, a lot of the artists we work with get written about in like lifestyle magazines and such, or yeah. they're connected uh-huh. to music or such. So it's it's oftentimes a good entryway for people who are, don't necessarily um, go to galleries and follow art um, to kind of to, to come come in the you know to basically come in and uh, and not be intimidated. So you know, it's the kind of environment we try to provide. Do you have any? You better uh, go down there coming? tomorrow, Spencer. You better go what? down there. Tomorrow, Spencer. Oh I'm yeah, yeah. The, I, I wanted to ask John. The, the John, do you, it's amazing. Yeah, do, do you, uh, John? Do you have any um, up-and-coming artists that you see that you can mention that you think are really cool out there that maybe people want to know about? You know. Well, I mean, the show that I'm opening with uh, this artist Sandra che- Chevrier, you know, there's a lot of hype yeah. around her. Um, some artists that I haven't worked with that are that you know I think are really interesting. Um, there's this Ukrainian. Artists I work with are a duo, and they paint murals together as well as paintings, and they go by the names of Interesny Koski. Wow. Um, uh, another artist I work with who is also, you know, he's an Austrian um, mural painter. His name's Nychos. Um He actually just put a documentary out about his travels. Um, let's see. There is... There's an artist I just started working with named Eric Jones, who uh-huh. does um, sort of uh, his paintings are a combination of uh, a female face or figure, but then combined with sort of um, this sort of neo geo abstract kind of designs with these sort of like very vibrant colors. Oh. Um, I have a variety of new artists coming up that I'm pretty excited about. So. 
Do you you think of bringing uh, one of your galleries over to where Holly is on the West Coast? That's another question I have. You know, that would be really great. That would be great, you know, but uh, it's it's hard enough to run these two spaces. I've thought about it, and I've worked with some West Coast galleries. In the, on the West Coast, there's more galleries representing this type of work. Oh, I see. Than, right. I got it. Than yep. me, you know, really, that's the sort of galleries like Mary Karnowski, uh, Copro Nason, mm-hmm. uh, Billy Shire, or La Luz de Jesus, um, Corey Halford Gallery. There's a lot more galleries that are kind of representing this type of art out there. But it would, it would be great to have a space out there, but it's a, uh, a little bit a little bit too much work, I think, for me at this point. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, when you're ready, when you're ready, we're ready for you because yeah. this is really cool work. And you know what? Um, I've had a lot of people that have been that that don't really want to open up a full fledged gallery. And what they do is they'll bring their stuff out and they'll do art installations in um, some some of the wineries and oh, right. um, hang some of the pieces up in the wineries up here. Right. Because this right. is definitely, you know, this is like a uh, definitely definite um uh you know destination location right so you get you get a lot of that up here and you get a lot of people yeah. that will come and they'll look at things but um you know what i wanted to ask you um what your background was how did you get interested in art how did you decide that this is what you wanted to do uh, well it wasn't uh something that came to me like very quickly we'll put it to you that way i didn't like I wasn't like a teenager and was and I didn't I wasn't thinking to myself, oh it would be great to be a gallerist. It it wasn't like that. I I really just came out of like doing a lot of creative things, really more coming out of music and playing in bands and I used to put out like a, a music fanzine and book shows, punk rock shows and such. And so I kind of came out of that kind of scene in the mid 80s. And when I went to college, um I was a humanities major, and I just had to figure, choose something, so I chose the visual arts, and ended up getting a degree in the visual arts, and but not really knowing what to do with myself. And I basically started curating shows out of bars just for fun oh, when I was about cute. 26, so uh-huh. which was 20 years ago. And I kind of just started doing it as a hobby, and I enjoyed it until it basically grew into a business. And that's that's kind of mm-hmm. how it happened, but I I didn't really have a plan for it, and I kind of sort of fell backwards into it. Well, how do you meet your artists? How do you find the artists that you want to put in your gallery? Do they find you, or do you find them? Uh, typically, I mean it's changed a lot now because of the internet. I, I used to really have to hunt a lot harder. Um, mm-hmm. What I do is I, I sort of follow artists who I, I've kind of picked mid-career artists nowadays to work with um Mm -hmm. so i follow artists that i really like through through press and galleries that i like their what they're showing and you know i'll follow an artist for a while and then i'll reach out to them and we'll start a conversation and you know if they're interested in working with me that's then we'll we'll, uh we'll start that process um but it's a lot of um a lot of research i guess i do a lot of research Mm -hmm. that's good yeah how long do the shows normally last that you have in your gallery? Uh, typically, an exhibition will last um, four weeks. You know, we do oh, wow. um, about nine exhibitions a year, and uh-huh. they typically last four weeks with two weeks in between. Oh, cool. 
Okay. And that's for both both galleries. You know, I think I, I want to bring in some because I represent Judith and I represent three artists, but I I also think that like uh, that month time is very important because I find like you need you know for all the stuff you go through you know it's an artist preparing the artists prepare their stuff and get it over to the gallery and the gallery does their thing and get it back to you you need that month that you know you can't have it any shorter right John because it would well just, you. People expect, you know, I mean, there's people who do, like, these pop-up shows that last for a little while, and it's kind of, like, ends up being a little gimmicky. But, yep. you know, typically, you know, an artist could spend two years making a body of work, and, you know, they want people to see their work. So it's got to have, right. it's, it's, it's like, sort of show um, span. It's got to have its, you know, amount of, it's a show run. So the standard is, is four weeks. Um, so people have an opportunity to come and see it and such. Critics have an opportunity to come in. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Exactly. Um, I think it's a good amount of time. I really yeah. do. I agree with you. You know. So if anybody wants to reach out to you, that's an artist or has interest in being part of your gallery, how would they go about doing that on the on the website? Well, typically we actually we don't really take um, submissions uh, because we okay. just get too many submissions, and oh, awesome. you know, on an average day we might get like you know. 10 submissions a day or something. So we, we sort of work with a core group of artists, so it's very rare that I can take a new artist on. Right. Um, uh-huh. And so that's that's kind of how it works. I mean, typically artists we're showing, we'll continue to show them. Um, you know, if I work with 30 artists, I'm showing those artists that, you know, I'm doing an exhibition with them every two years. So there's not a lot of room for, like, new artists, for me to take new artists in. Um, right. Unfortunately, so there's a limit. Well, that's. I mean, that's yeah, you do cool, have a good, though, you have a good stable yeah. of artists right now. I have the mm-hmm. list, right, John? So it's a lot, you know, right? Yes. Yes, yeah, it is a lot. So, you know what I wanted to ask you, Jonathan, is um, do you have an artistic side yourself? Have you ever painted or <gasps> done anything like that? Yeah, you know, I got my. Um, I got my degree in fine art, and I have a degree in sculpture. And oh, for wow. a really long time, time I'd make my own work. Um, mm-hmm. So, which I don't really do right now. What I do is um, I play music. Um, I've been playing. I play the drums, and I've been playing since I was uh, seven or eight. So that's my creative outlet. Aside from my business, um, you know, I, I play music. Uh, I don't really make visual art anymore because. It requires um, too much focus and concentration, uh, which I, I don't really have. I, you know, I have to really focus my energy into the business. So, are you are you in a band, John? Are you in a band at all? Uh, yeah, I'm in a band, but we're not really playing out. So I wouldn't say uh, you're ready. I am in a band. We're not ready yet. So, right. but uh, I play with um, some some guys I've known for a long time, and uh, I play with well, a guy. When uh, you're used- ready. Get when this you're show ready, on the make road. Sure you call yeah. us and let us okay. know yeah. because we're more than happy to have you and your bandmates on the show. Because okay. we're all about exactly. pop culture, cutting edge. Again, um, if you missed the beginning of the show and you tuned in late, it will be on iTunes afterwards and also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio on demand. And today we have Jonathan Levine and his art and the Jonathan Levine Gallery in New York City, and my co-host, Spencer Drake with the Indie Cafe. 
So, and I um, wanted to I want to bring yeah. up Holly also, John. I want you to know that who's coming on our show, Holly, next Wednesday. But Tommy Price from Joan Jett, the drummer for Joan Jett, next. Oh, Wednesday. cool. So you'll be relate to that as a drummer. <laughs> Very know? cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we try to we try to we try to keep everything try to keep everything going, you know. So you know, this is really important to us because culture is really important, um, you know, and yeah. the art gallery and the whole art scene. Um, I did want to ask you, though, um, what is a typical, well, I know art pieces range in different prices and stuff like that, but um, you do sell prints, as Spencer was saying. Um, Do you frame them as well, or is that, because I see some of these pieces on your your website in really amazing frames. They're really beautiful. You mean in terms of the Um, uh, exhibition? You know, it depends on the artist. Um, some like their works framed, some don't. And typically, um, you know, if, when a, a collector oftentimes wants to frame the work themselves. So it's really up to the artist um, if, if they want to frame the works. If it's works on paper, then we're going to want to frame the work. But if it's a, a stretched canvas, it's not necessary um, to do that. It really just depends on the piece. Oh wow! Okay, all right. So, uh, but with so, the, with with frame uh, with prints, you'd want to frame those. But we we just uh, we don't provide a service where when we're selling prints online that we frame them. That's something we we let people do on their own. Wow, that's awesome. So, Spencer, what got, what exhibits have you been down to down there so far? Oh my God! Well, I I I know. It. Uh, Tara McPherson. There's a number of other ones. I don't remember their names, though. They have, you know, it's it's very funny. They're not easy to remember sometimes the names, but they're great artists. I mean, I've I've seen, I've been to a lot of different. Uh, shows. Oh, you know, John, uh, this is interesting too. You do have group shows too. You just don't necessarily have like one artist, right? Because I've been down there. I see like maybe a couple artists together in a show, right? Yeah, occasionally. What I typically do is. Sometimes I have group shows, although if you come to my 20th Street space, I always have two different exhibitions going on at the same time because my space is fairly large. So I'll have two solo shows going on at the same time. Um, But in in terms of group shows, we'll do group shows two or three times a year. Kind of depends. You know, we like to have a purpose for a group show. Um, Oftentimes it's a good way to allow an outside curator come in and um, bring their vision into the gallery. Um, like I have, I have a show coming up in um, August with a curator. His name is pa- Patrick Wilshire, and he specializes in sort of fantasy art and sci-fi art. And uh, so he's going to be curating a show of this type of work by some fairly well-known people. Um, so this gives... You know, me an opportunity to take a break from curating, and just and then again allow someone else to come in and, and try some new things out. And I think it's important to do that um, a few times a year, just to kind of keep things fresh and interesting. Uh, I'll tell you something. Of all the, I, and I've gone. Judith and I have been to a lot of galleries, especially me, all over New York. I, I'm always going. But uh, your gallery, all the time, always has a great show. I got to tell you, every time I've been to an opening, <laughs> it's always been really good and enjoyable and the art's really high quality and it's 
You know, it's no such thing. I'm, I've never been to a gallery like yours in New York that is consistently on the same quality line. Seriously, I mean, they're all different, but even even the big galleries like Robert Miller, they won't necessarily always. They're great galleries, but you won't necessarily like what they're showing all the time. It seems like what you have is a, I, maybe it's the head that I'm in because. I have a punk head, and I'm into pop culture, and we've done 21 pop culture books, visual books, and so maybe that's what brings us together as uh, yeah. respecting each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What we do, you know? But yeah, you probably. Made? I mean, that's kind of you know, I, I specialize in artwork that sort of inf- is influenced by you know underground culture, pop culture, um, music. Uh, it's it's really illustrative, so. You know, I guess if that's if that's the way you lean, then you would hopefully be into the sort of stuff that I show at my yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love it. I think it's really beautiful. Some of the pieces that I'm seeing on here that you're doing for your aren't they amazing? Exhibit. Yeah, like a whole trip. Yeah, like, I love the I love the um, I love that one picture that, and I love that frame on that picture. That's beautiful. Beautiful picture. Love it. So, yeah, you know, you know what Holly's bringing up is very to important, here. too. Holly, what you're bringing uh-huh. up is very important. And uh, Judith and I have curated shows before at CBGB's and other places. And one thing that Judith and I uh, always uh, respect that you're talking about, by the way, is that the framing of art is so important in the show. Right, John? Mm-hmm. It's the framing of the work, if you have to frame it. Pre- if you have to frame it, it's so important. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to put a... Um, you know, when you're hanging a show, you want to make sure that, you know, it, it it looks the best that it can. It's in the best light that it can be. And so sometimes, you know, people will buy it. You know, they'll put a big frame on the piece that is actually not good for it. So, um, and then certainly if you have works on paper, you always want to frame that uh, so it doesn't look uh, unprofessional. So, uh, you know, but yeah, certainly. That brings up that brings up something I want to ask about. Could you tell me about museum matting? Because um, I have quite a few pieces that I have museum matted, and they said that they had to be museum matted. Is that just so the discoloration doesn't happen? I think museum matting is more about, you know, the mats not having, you know, acid in them, being, like, acid-free. So mm-hmm. there's a concern that, you know, if the mat is on the piece, that somehow the acid in the paper is going to deteriorate. Uh, okay, the, the, cool. The, the drawing or the print or whatever it is that you have. So typically that's, I think, what they mean is, 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 is Yeah, I just museum. Was really, I was really curious about that because I have some I-carts, and um, they're really old, and they all were museum-matted. So I just was curious why they said, oh, these have to be museum-matted. Yeah, so that's probably typically, know you know, that. an acid-free mat is basically what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here today. What about you, Spence? Um, do you oh, have yeah. Well, uh, John, it's a pleasure to have you on. Holly and I love your work, and we'll uh, we'll be big fans of yours for the rest oh, of our I lives. I definitely want to be one in thing. there, yeah. Well, thanks so much. And, uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, and we're going to do um, some pop culture news. Did you want to um, hang on for that, or did you want to um, go on with your day? And um, I am going to end the show with the other song that you chose which is called I want to be your I want to be your dog. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm going to end with, with that one. <coughs> I'm probably, probably going to have to get going but um I okay. really appreciate you having me on the show and um oh, no. we'll see you John. By I'll see means. you down there like and to Holly, you your hair. to New York, you know. 
Okay, great. Have a Thank good weekend. Thank you for being here. Hey, you too, guys. Oh, yeah. Have you. a good Friday. Take care. All right, you too. Bye-bye. So that was really cool, Spence. So that was oh, I'm Jonathan. Sure like, yeah, his, the artwork yeah. is on there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really a very cool different stuff. gallery. You know, I think uh, the other gallery I'm thinking of ga- having brought on is Steve Casher, who used to be with Lou Reed. He has a pop culture gallery. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, he's more into the photography area, but he did a book on Max's, and he's um, into the pop, different areas, into photography, but he's got a cool gallery. And, um, yeah, they're just different. You know what I mean, Hal? They're just like different type mm-hmm. of galleries, not the normal big gallery like, you know, in the, you know. Now I hear you. No, I mean, you know, it's not like the Louvre, you know, but, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. very personal. And right, we're going to be exactly. having the Morrison Hotel and Gallery on, which is another boutique um, art gallery on. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's um, in, in August, right? We're August, them right? Back. Yeah, we got uh, August. We're going to have the Morrison and, Hotel. And yeah. you know, art galleries are always really cool to go get lost in. You know, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite things to do is either to go to an art gallery, an old bookstore, or like you know whatever, just to get away by myself, just chill. And yeah, and, what's better and think about, than that? You know, away, in, in, in New York, you've got, you know, you got, how in New York you got all these different kinds of galleries. And a lot of these mm-hmm. galleries are very, I hate to use the word, very pretentious art or really, like, not really mm-hmm. that great. But, and so you hit with that, but you get a lot of good galleries. You've got to sort it out. But uh, his gallery, to me, is one of the few galleries I've ever been to where every time he has an opening, you want to go down. There's some great art. You can tell by the work, right? He's He's got there the uh, the his list of artists. And oh, absolutely. And, I mean, if he's right, selling to yeah. Christina Aguilera and Madonna and stuff like that, that's really cool. Hey, so yeah. let's go into Pop Culture News. Let's play okay. our little song. Yep. Here we go. Yep. Pop Culture Here News. Here we go. Who wants yesterday's papers? Who wants yesterday's guns? Who wants yesterday's papers? Nobody in the world. After this time, I finally learned. After the pain and the After all this, what have I achieved? I realized.
we go with our pop culture news. I'm trying to bring Spence back. Where are you, Spencer? There you are. Yeah, I'm right here. I heard you talk. <laughs> I got you. I forgot to meet you, and I got you coughing. Hey, listen, I want to. Um, I know we always talk about um, breaking news. I want to say yeah. something really quick. Kind of yes. a bummer in a way, but I know a lot oh. of people will breathe heavy, breathe easier. You know those two convicts that escaped from that prison that they were looking for? Well, I guess they found one of them, and they had a shootout, and the guy's gone. So. Oh, my God. They caught, they caught one of them. Oh, uh-huh. good. That's good. That's good. Well, it's not good that he's dead, but. Well, it's not good he's dead, okay. but you know what? Yeah, oh. no. I know. I know. Do? I know. But anyway, going into pop culture news, what's happening in New York? In New York. Let's see. We... We had a big uh, Marilyn Monroe photography opening at the Pop Gallery in Soho, and uh, these uh-huh. were like eight photographers, including Bert Stern and some really great names, and a lot of the photographs were never seen by a lot of people that were displayed, and that's going on till July. It's an amazing show. It's a packed opening. It was really great and still going on. Um, I saw this group, I don't know if I brought this up last time, I forgot the last pop culture news, but this group called Shush, Zach Starkey and his girlfriend Shush Luig, and the amazing group, three, three-piece three power band group, um, great music. Ringo's son, right? Ringo yeah, Ringo's son, and yeah. he's a great guitarist okay. and a great drummer, which makes him even more dynamic, and... The group has great music, and it's just a great group. They're going to be something. They haven't put a CD out. I'm in touch with them, and hopefully they'll they'll be on our show. They seemed interested. Zach actually emailed me from UK and said he was interested to be on with with his girlfriend. So that should be. Uh, hopefully, I'm looking forward to that if that happens. Um, and uh, we have Denny Lane playing at tonight from Wings with. Uh, our friend uh, Steve Holly playing drums at the Cutting Room tonight. tonight. Oh, cool. Yep. And, and our friend uh, Joseph Arthur tomorrow night at City Winery. And oh, he will nice. be not only there tomorrow night, but August 26th also, also at City Winery, Joseph. Mm-hmm. And he's got a new album out on a cassette, which I thought was very interesting, Holly. It's on a cassette. Yeah, I think that's cool. Isn't that great? I mean, I, hello, yeah, that's really cool. hello world. Yeah. There's a new form coming. <laughs> that's way Joseph. And you know, it's no surprise his head trip. And um, I don't know. I guess um, we're getting a book in that uh, we'll be talking about on the show eventually. Alan Klein, um, Fred Goodman's book called Alan Klein: The Man Who Bailed Out the Beatles, Made the Stones, and Transformed Rolling Rock and Roll. And that's a really great book. I just got a copy. You're getting a copy. I'm sure we'll have Fred on, hopefully, you know. And, um, oh, yeah, no, that'll be cool. Yeah, and then uh, I think next week will be a monster show with uh, Tommy Price, Joan Jett's drummer on Wednesday, the Wednesday show. So mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, yeah, and then still, the 4th of July is coming up. So you've got all those fireworks that are going to be going off. And, uh, oh, my God, July 4th, out July 4th. <laughs> you, know, you know, they did. They already practiced. They had, like, last week they what? practiced. They practiced the fireworks already. I mean, they practiced it. Fireworks In other words, they had a practice. are so expensive. How could they have a practice? Well, you know what they do? They do a test, what they call a test. They actually do oh, it like. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It happened, like, last week. And I'm walking outside, and I'm talking to some neighbors, 
and I hear this incredible sound. I mean, it was like thunder. You know that sound of thunder? Uh And I said, said, oh, someone's nonchalantly. They said, oh, they're doing the test for the fireworks. (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. Is that crazy? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, we know it's Friday, and I want to tell everyone it's happy Friday, and please do not drink and drive. Um, You know, enjoy your weekend. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, hot where I'm at. But, yeah, um, what's going on over there on the west yeah, coast? Yeah, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff west coast or bi coastal, baby. That's what we're doing right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh wait, you forgot to talk about Tracy's tea opening. You went to a Bloomingdale. Oh my God! I yes, and I, I've got to apologize. Yeah, Tracy Stern, our good friend, and we're hooked up with Holly and I had this incredible. Tea opening at Bloomingdale's, and I got to tell you, I went mm-hmm. over there and great display. Um, she had this French mint tea, which was astounding flavor. Yeah, and, um, it was a great, yeah, it was a great opening. And along with it, ironically, Bloomingdale's they had other food tastings and stuff. So uh, little cupcake things and ice mm-hmm. cream out of the little ice cream pops, and I don't know, there's all kinds of tasting. And they had the tea tasting at the table, and it worked out really good. There were a lot of people there, and it was really good opening. Tracy was there. I had my picture taken for New York Magazine with her. It was, like, really cool. And, um, yeah, and Tracy's going over to you, Holly, for the West Coast version yeah. of whatever's going on out there, you know. So, I mean. We are. Uh, what we're Yeah, it's, it's happening. We're going to hook up with uh, some people in um, Monte Carlo, actually. Oh yeah, that's, we're going that sounds to really do, cool. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do um, some special dinners um, all around the world, different places. Wow. Uh-huh. They're going to be located. Um, we're going to take it out on the road and basically take take the culture out to everyone, because basically what we want to do is bring, like you know, the culture to the people. Right. So we're going to create dinners um, around art. Uh, music. Uh, we're also going to. There's going to be a lot of different tea type events and um, fashion events and stuff like that. So, you know, and food is also a really big thing because um, there are a lot of chefs that are that are getting involved. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, and then a lot of books too. A lot of books that are dropping. I'm recently. Just trying to hook up a interview with Holly Madison on her newest book um, oh, good. on uh, the Playboy in, um, situation. Um, yeah, okay. that's going to be kind of cool. I'm going to be reviewing that book really soon. And, um, you know, it's just like I think it's really important that we bring a lot of the culture to the people because a lot of times people don't yeah. really know where to go. It's you know right. how that it's is. Exactly I mean, when right. you're living in New York, you're like around everything. But creating these special society type, you know, not like anybody's excluded. Everybody's invited. Right. Making it feel right. like everybody's all, like, part of something. So that's, that's right. the important right. thing, you know, making yep. people feel really like they belong. You. you know, and then focusing on art and focusing on, you know, what go, what the intention is behind everything. I think the intention is the important part. And I'm um, also working with a... Um, an author right now um, who's working on his second book in a three-book series that we're going oh, nice. to um, nail mm-hmm. out there. 
Yeah, and uh, this is going to be a very, very exciting time for a lot of people, I think. Um, we're coming into full-blown summer. I don't know how you spent your first day of summer, but I know a lot of people have been like going to the next place, but we had a really big surge of energy in the last like 24 hours. Like A lot of really good, positive things are coming up. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, a lot of movement on the on the front of creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's then, the important part. Yeah, and also uh, in the fall we're going to have a big thing on film. I think it's going to be a big thing with film because we've got our yeah, Southeast Film Festival, Festival with, with yeah. Louis Stewart, myself, and Judith, and then we got Roddy Bagua, one of the great filmmaker, new filmmakers that was a judge with us, uh, you and I, and Judith and. Um, He's going to talk about it. Yeah. Story. It's going to be all, hey, I, a willing, lot of the film thing is going to be coming in this year. Support. Yeah, I'm willing right. to be another judge again this year because I really enjoyed being able to look at the films and judge. That was really yeah. fun. So, um, well, you're on, you're on the board. To, you're on the board. You're, you're on the judging on board again. every year. So you'll be judging every year. You can count on it. That'll be fun. That'll be yeah. fun. And for anybody that wants to go to that site, you want to give that site out, isn't it? Film Freeway? Um, or is it South by Well, South, the Southeastern um, Film Festival, it's on Twitter also, by the way. Mm-hmm. Southeastern Film Festival is on Twitter. And also, it's um, you can check it out on the Internet. Um, Southeastern Film Festival, and yeah. uh, Lee, Stewart, Lee Stewart is the founder of it, and Judith and I are on the board. And like uh, Holly was saying, Holly and I and Judith and have uh, been judging the films also, and Judith and I are on the board. And we amazing films to Nashville too. in November. Nashville in November yeah. with music and film, Nashville's with music and film. Fun. So that'd be cool, right? And Nashville's yeah. really fun. Nashville's really popping right now, you know, and. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that a lot of people, you know, they don't, they're now just starting to come into their own with Nashville. And I know a lot of people are moving to Nashville. And then the people that yeah. are already there are creating a lot of mu- new music. And a lot, there's a lot of new projects and stuff coming out of there. Um, it, you know, it's, so. It's a crossover. So a lot of people are going there uh-huh. now. It's so crossover now. So it's like, whoa, you know, right. And um, you have some friends living well, down summer here. Summer is definitely order. here. Summer is definitely here, and yeah, it's a time right. for a lot of people to create, create, and um, and then we go into the fall, which is going to be even better because then we go into the fall and into the holidays, which is my favorite time of the year. Yeah, that's and nice. um, hopefully we can get you know a lot of different things going. But we have some really great shows that we're going to be announcing soon, you and I, yep. and then also yep. with Red Velvet Media, there's some shows I'll be announcing as well. We're going to be that's having right. some really amazing people. Now, you mentioned um, who we're having on the show next week, so that's going to be very, very cool. And that will be up yeah, and running for everyone. That'll be a show to look forward to. to because Tommy's history is so amazing. 30 years with Joan and great drummer. And, of course, he didn't get the award, and Joan put out a full page in a billboard saying he should have gotten a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame award, and that's a big thing, too. And he's one of the great drummers of our time. He really is. He played with some great bands and... Um, and it's just a, a great drummer. And um, anyway, it's going to be a great show. You know, be a lot of stories. That's awesome. Great stories. Yeah, great well, stories. Well, what are you doing? What are you? You're going to the city winery tonight, and then um, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, the city winery tomorrow night. Um, mm-hmm. I'm rest. I'll probably rest out tonight. I'm going to rest out because okay. of my condition. But tomorrow night, I think I'll be able to go to Joseph's show at City Winery, which I'm looking for. Nice. 
Yeah, that should be cool. And, um, you know, I love the fact he put out a cassette, Holly. Don't you just love it? Nobody yeah, else would, I think. No one else would do that. Only Joseph That's very brave. Yeah, right. It is. Yeah. It is a cassette. Who has a cassette player? I'm trying to figure I out. I know. Probably. I know. I know. Tell Isn't me that amazing? It. I mean, like, I don't I have know. To pull that takes out a my... lot of guts. I got to tell you, it takes. A I lot. have to find. I have to find an old Sony Walkman or something like that to be able to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I no, I still have. I still have a so really good Sony player. I still have it, and I got. You know mm-hmm. what I got? These portable Bose speakers. So I just hook it oh, up, cool. like the old, it's old style. But that's the way I'll listen to it. You know what I mean? If I'm going to listen, and I still have cassettes, Holly. I still have cassettes. You know. Oh, nice. You know, I still. Well, that's kind of cool. Definitely. I know. You know, I mean, it's, I still got cassettes. It's amazing. Well, I want to. Yeah, I want to make sure everybody knows to have a really amazing weekend. There's like, you know, this is a really good weekend because this is really the first weekend, really official, like full weekend of summer. And right. um, I know a lot of people are going to be doing a lot of things. And, again, it is Friday again. Guys, don't drink and drive and be responsible. And also, if you want to listen to the show again, you can listen to it on iTunes. And you can listen to it on Red Velvet Media under the Indie Cafe. And um, I think that wraps it up for today. Yeah, we had a good – yeah, I love it, Holly. Thanks a lot. And looking forward and now to I'm gonna play with. Now I'm going to play – now I'm going to play with. And now I'm going to play I Want to Be Your Dog. Um, it's kind of a cool song. Um, yep, yep. Yeah, it's really different. Um, yeah, I'll let you be the judge. Here you guys go. Happy Friday. I'll see you all Happy Friday, later. Honey. And again, we'll talk Rock to you later. Roll. Yeah, bye. Love you. Love you. Love you, love you, love you. Love you, love you.